Welcome back to Hung Up. This is Aiden. My name's Matt. This week we're talking new Aries, artist studios, new galleries, Inner West. We're also talking like non-white cube stuff and like how does community and the outer world come into your place of work or place of show. True. And I'm like, on the one hand, I'm into it. And on the other hand, I'm like a little bit suspicious. Ooh. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, you didn't see that one coming. Because sometimes it feels like lip service. Uh, As in like, we would be paying lip service to like, just any cool new gallery that we see or something. Or the gallery slash studio space is like, we care so much about the community. Right, right. Really, you kind of have to say that, but whatever. Interesting. Not to I be, love the red hot take right out of the gates. That's not, very on form for you. Yeah, not to be a downer about it, but um, you know, let's just let's just be real too. Like, yeah, please. It's not fucking community service like an art gallery. Hmm. Um, but let's let's. Okay, we'll talk. get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, whatever. It was just it was just on my mind. So let's go chronological. First up, we've got um our like little interview with uh, Olga and Chris from Tiles Gallery. Um, they were like there when we were checking it out on Sunday uh, and saw a really cool show, which we'll go over because we wanted to tie this tiles interview in with a discussion that I just had like a couple of hours ago with Mariana and Mackenzie from kitchen and some of the lads there, um, kind of about some of the same topics and then plugging some shows and like just walking around their studio, meeting the cute little dog that lives there and stuff. Yeah, this is a, a good episode if you're interested in like how an ARI works or how to set up a studio and also just some insight into these like cool new spaces hmm. in Sydney. Yeah. Um, hear from some of the people who are making them and practicing out of them. Yeah. I was saying we should just get a list going. Like what are all the like non, you know, big ass commercial spaces popping up? Like it'd be cool to just do a Google Doc that everyone can look at. Yeah, that would be dope. All right, okay, cool. cool. So you hear from Olga and Chris, two of the founders of Tiles in Lewisham. I'll be the mic guy. What are your names? I'm Aiden. I'm Chris. And I'm Olga. Yeah, okay, cool. So we just showed up to Tiles. We've been scoping this gallery out for a little while, seen it online and just moseyed on down here on Sunday Ovo and it was a beautiful show. And uh, we bumped into a couple of artists outside. Maybe you guys could just introduce yourself. And Yeah, I'm Chris Burton. Um, I started this with my friend Marcus. Um, I'm printmaking background from Canberra and did art school in Canberra at ANU. And I work at the Art Games as well, I was in install and we kind of formed almost part of a collective and I've now started this space along with that. Um, I'm Olga Svetova. I am also part of Tiles Founders, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm working mostly with photography. Um, and it's been a long journey for us to start this place, uh, but we are really proud and we really would like to support like emerging artists in Sydney and give them space to be shown. And we wanted to know what uh, the space was used for before, because we noticed it's like, yeah, obviously it's called tiles and it's covered in these echoey, multicolored tiles. Yeah, so we it, believe it's a, it was a butcher originally. Um, and this place has a bit of a colorful history um, during back, I think two years ago, there was a tattoo parlor and I think like bikies were kind of like running it. And yeah, there was quite quite a few events here that kind of like it was quite intense and <laughs> bad for the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. So when we kind of took it over, we it definitely like a lot of the neighborhood kind of like came together and was like very happy that something creative was happening here and, you know, it kind of changed the whole vibe of the streets and everything. So wow. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. cool. Yeah. See, if you don't ask, you don't we get the answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys go. Hey, i got a question. Something we talk about on this podcast a lot is like white cube vibes and like, I don't know, this feeling of like an art gallery being some other outside of life space. And like one of the cool things about like taking over a place with a history and it's so like obviously has a history that's like part of the feeling of being in that show mm. um yeah is that it like refuses that white pube like you can't mm. pretend like you're in 
a space outside of everyday life. Like, I feel like we just walk past the cafe and now we're walking into the gallery yeah. and that's, like, such a sexy thing. I don't know, just mm. get some thoughts on that. Like, yeah, it's also, like, kind of, like, artists or initiatives, kind of, like, it's kind of like using what you've got as well. It's kind of like that ethos of just being, like, we have this space, let's just get art on the walls and let's open up to people and the community and bring people in mm. and start something. Mm-hmm. Like, I think less about trying to make it, like, yeah that kind of generic form mm-hmm. and making it a bit different. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make cool. it more approachable. We spend quite a lot of time to, like, figure out what how we want the gallery looks like. Mm. And, yeah, firstly it was like, oh, let's just build the walls. Uh, but when it's, you know, money comes as a big question and, like, time. And at some point, uh, we realize that we can't get rid of tiles. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> tiles are going to be stay here. And I think um, this is something what some people would like to work with. Like, uh, it's always going to be a f- feature of the gallery. Mm. Um, and, and I think the good uh, thing about it, because it's, like so many tiles you actually don't need to fill the space completely it's already something there and you just need to like space the complementing your works and you complementing the space with your works yeah it seems fairer like more fair on on the artist and the the audience you know to have it bleed into the the history of the space and have to kind of maybe compromise your your art a little bit yeah. in some way but it doesn't feel like a compromise it just feels like making something suit yeah totally yeah absolutely yeah, yeah that was awesome a really really solid show mm-hmm. is there another one because I think this will come out after this show ends but have you guys got another show in the works yeah, yeah it's my show coming up my solo show uh, it's on the opening night is on the 1st of June which is also my birthday <laughs> uh, yeah so if people would like to come to check it out everyone is welcome uh, it's called Ophelia which is uh, the it's a Greek word which means the highest form of love for friends so <laughs> the show is about friendship we'll make sure to get a couple of people to come yeah <laughs> yeah well thanks so much yeah it's really nice to meet you guys Okay, so tiles. Um, I had no idea what to expect because I didn't look at any pictures for the show. So I just got to go in totally blindfolded, which was kind of cool. Yeah, me either. I mean, I think tiles popped up around the same time as prop. Mm-hmm. Like I saw them getting like posted on Instagram, like True. check out these two new Aries. And that's pretty much all I knew. And I knew it had some kind of like some of the like pictures of the space like I knew it was unorthodox. Like it looked like an old restaurant, like a canteen. Turns out it's a, a butchery mm. or was a butchery as you just heard. Mm. Um, but it's really cool to go into a show kind of like completely uh, blind like that, right? Yeah. I heard someone on FBI being like, I don't like watching trailers before going to see the movie. And I was like, me too. Fucking me too. Like times <laughs> Absolutely me too. Yeah. Like I fucking hate a trailer. There like, you I go. loathe a trailer. Honestly. Damn, where were you a couple of weeks ago, dude? I was, I, I got into trouble. Oh, Someone like perfect. got me into trouble for not wanting to watch the trailer. <laughs> That's fucked. Now we're just looking at my emails. No, I'm looking at the, uh, like, I was trying to do it without you fucking being a, a dickhead about the third it. wall. Exactly. But uh, I wanted to see what the show was called, unless you remember, because it uh, had like a yeah. kind of a funny name. It was called like Too Much. No, it was called like Soft Touch. No, it was called like Not Enough. It was called like Spot On. Spot On. Something Bang like On. That. It was called like On Point. Here we go. Top notch. Yeah. Top notch. So yeah, this show was called Top Notch. I didn't like, we didn't read anything really about it. Um, so the first thing that jumped out to me was this uh, big work that ended up kind of being my favorite, I think, from the show. Um, it's called Carrier Bag and it's done by Maury, which is like a kind of like a collaborative project, I guess, between Umi Graham and Janelle Wu. Um, and it's like a big, well, I'll just read the materials. It's like an installation, a screen print on salvaged fabric, organza, cotton thread, utility rope, fuck yeah, carabiners, bead charms, Ursula K. Ursula K. Le Guin's carrier bag, theory of fiction. 
dimensions variable. Um, and yeah, so to me, it was kind of like, it looked like something that someone really cool would take to a doof. Like that was the first thing that went to my mind. I was like, fuck yeah, the artists are like making their own like doof bags. It's like a satchel, but also maybe once you're there, you unpack all your food and books from it and it becomes like a bit of a, an awning or a tent. Um, and then like, you know, at night you can like hang a torch from one of the little like technical rope things. And yeah, like the, the high strength rope and carabiners are sort of talking to this sort of very organic looking, like maybe natural dye and yeah, repurposed fabric. Um, and just that sort of tension and harmony was just, it really struck me. And I was thinking about it today actually. Um, so that was my favorite. It was just, it's also like, I guess just a pleasure to look at like, um, sort of unfurled like this. I really want to see it like styled. I want to see someone in like cool shoes and like co with a cool haircut, like slinging it over their shoulder, like in a muddy doof field. You know, that's my editorial f fashion magazine, like imagination of this. <laughs> yeah. And it's got like, I, I don't know. I, I don't think you've read that. The Th Le Guin's theory of fiction, although mm -hmm. I know you're a big fan of her. Yeah. She's really cool. Um, yeah. It's got like, a little sleeve like where you could put that book or like yeah. another little like a book of poems or yeah. something which yeah. is fits into this like narrative that we're building of this like I don't know like learned doofer yeah it's like yeah. conscientious yeah they're like doofer with they're like, like a, yeah. a sustained artistic practice like, yeah they yeah. haven't fallen off absolutely like, yeah yeah absolutely they're at the doof but they've got like some serious stuff to read for like a reading series that they're presenting and they're actually gonna read it like, and they actually in their they, downtime yeah yeah and they like know what all the djs are and are really into it and like respectfully gacked off of their fucking dome yeah they got but like cool real way. drugs they're doing <laughs> yeah, mdma yeah. not ping is <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um and it was interesting um when you you heard from the the interview I, we weren't recording at this time but olga was kind of walking us through the studios and kind of the last room we came to was uh maury's studio so they kind of they are the two did you say the artist names or, or the architects names? yeah umi graham and janelle Wu. and they kind of like uh, uh olga was saying that they are like architects by trade mm. like they have day jobs as architects i mean i guess that itself could be pretty broad but it's always interesting like when we were in their studio like it definitely felt like there was a lot of like theoretical heft mm. like in the room true. like you could true. just sense it true um and i think that's interesting to to like consider that they're coming you know not to pigeonhole them but like i was reading part of that into this work like that they were coming from a place of architecture mm. you know it's not just straight up like, um, you know, I got a BFA or I got an MA or whatever. It's like adjacent. Yeah. Looks like very much like art. And I was saying like, it reminds me of like Nadia Hernandez's work at, I can't remember what the gallery's called. Station gallery. Yeah. It's a commercial gallery in yeah. the cross, but uh, she was using some of this stuff too, right? Like canvases and carabiners mm. and, and technical materials. Mm. Um, yeah, another thing that I didn't really mention was the little like decorative bead like pendants. It reminded me of like being in primary school and like putting together cute little um, bracelets with these beads on them. I wonder if I got a picture of it somewhere. Um, yeah, that kind of like childhood like meets. Yeah, there's one. It's like childhood meets like, you know, serious technical fabrics, but sort of like keeping it playful and, and like immature in, in years, like in that way, just it's, it's like the, the beads are attached with these like sort of metal um, key rings onto like loops that have been sewn on. So it's fu this funny kind of like just meeting of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like technical and like practical, like sort of necessary moorings. And then like these decorative things. It's cool. It's like, sort of this fun meeting place of yeah. lots of things. Oh yeah. And then another thing is like, it's like they have a sort of care instruct, like wash instructions kind of thing. And it goes like 70% cotton, 25% ornament, 4% function, 1% <laughs> still working through it. Fair enough. Hand wash with a friend, treat stains and marks tenderly. Take time to drip dry slowly. Fold me up carefully. Carry me with you. Handmade on Bidjigal and Gadigal country. Always was, always will be. And that is actually printed on a really nice, like, fabric that i didn't clock when we were there what is that table chair plant book it's like suggesting uses for it. it's like you could like put a plant in it and like display it like that it carries a book 
it could like wrap or be a chair or it's like a table and it's like a picnic rug, you know, that's kind that, of like a table. I actually love this detail of it. I think it reminds me of like some like kind of high fashion stuff you would see, like some high fashion like labels or like when you get like a kind of expensive pair of, sh- of shoes or something mm. when it has those like handmade touches mm. and that just feels like yeah, very much the kind of like place where you would find those. So I wonder if they're drawing on that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. And I also like in the um, materials list, the dimensions variable. That's mm. beautiful. Like yeah. it instantly made me think of, yeah, like all the different ways you could use this thing. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's, <sighs> yeah. I mean, we could go on and on, but I think that's a really fucking cool, like theoretical uh, decision to make because like it's big and it's cumbersome and like it's a little bit ugly to me uh and mm. i think probably to like most most people off I the didn't street get, i didn't get ugly at all not to matt no but like to me it's a little bit of an ugly object mm-hmm. um it's got like wh- where the material has been like kind of dyed in these random organic ways it kind of look like looks like stains or like moldy or just like dirty um but yeah, like it's it's like fashion and it's like a bag and it's like, but also super static, like in the gallery, right? Like it's it's kind of just sure. being like a, it's not being itself in the yeah, gallery yeah, yeah, yeah. that night. It's like Good point. just like flat. You can't yeah. even really, well, you should, probably shouldn't touch it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not until you buy it. Not until you buy Fuck it. Fuck yeah. Cool, man. Damn, well, was it for sale? Yeah, it was for sale. NFS. Oh. You can't even can't fuck even with fucking it. buy it. <laughs> That's even if you think it's cool. Sorry, guys. Even if you have lots of money. It's never allowed to live. Well, <laughs> maybe they use it. <laughs> yeah, they use it for their cute, like, architectural picnics. I think it's a picnic. I wonder what that would look like. <laughs> what what cheeses and, like, cold cuts do you bring to, like, a picnic with these guys? Like, they're serious. You know what I mean? It could go, like, it could go... I would just go, like, one cheese. <laughs> I would just go one cheese. Yeah, or it could also go, like, vegan cheese. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, on a bad Probably day. just count me out. I'm, I'm actually busy that day, so... <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Fuck cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, the next piece that kind of, like, uh, really jumped out to us was this by Monica Rani Ruda. Do you want to read out the materials and titles there's like yeah what do we got here we've kind of got like three pieces playing together two kind of like ceramic vases one's on a plinth one's on a shelf it's like this kind of shiny glazed earth tone Mm -hmm. and then in the middle of them is kind of like it's like a hanging and it's made up of dried chilies and star anise so it's like a rectangle kind of it's hung and there's two golden circles and then uh, there's some thread and then yeah I guess like it's it's kind of cool to think of it like a little painting hmm. but it's bordered by star anise all the way around and then there's like seven or eight like vertical rows of like dried chilies and then what are these down the bottom are those I, can't I think those, those were more ceramic okay little pendants or there could be little cardamom or pods, they could be but we can spices. zoom in on a different picture if you want no that's okay yeah um we can see from the material list, but yeah. True. So there was like, I really liked the feeling of these three together. Like they were very kind of like harmonic, like obviously the two um, ceramics are made of the same stuff and they have the same kind of idea. They're just these kind of, yeah, vases and they have um, kind of like little windows on them, like little openings. Yeah. Almost little, I was saying like little altars or little shrines mm. in them. Like, yeah. With like, yeah. One has like these delicate golden threads kind of like looping out of the mouth mm. of the vase. And the other one, the smaller one is very sweet. It had these like around the like, uh, mouth of it was like studded with cardamom and I was like oh, yeah. as I was like leaning like a necklace lot, yeah you could get like a big whiff of them yeah that's right yeah we smelt it we smelt cardamom and like yeah in their studio as well was like a bunch more of this stuff and they're really beautiful like we didn't really say but they're it's gorgeous like to look at yeah they're so cool okay so I'm, I'm definitely getting like yeah this like kind of connection to food and like therefore your culture and like you know like the importance of that and like reverence of that, you know, I was kind of showing you like, they are little, um, ceramic pendants on the bottom. Oh, like, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. And that's also joined up with like gold wire and gold chains. Yeah. Sort of like, it's almost like a, a weave or something, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, it sort of defies like explanation in some way. Cause it's, it's a very unique object. 
kind of like halfway between a carpet and like a decorative weave and mm-hmm. and yeah. then also like i think <laughs> i don't know i haven't seen too many like hanging spices it was reminding me of like garlic for vampires or something mm. it's like <laughs> you've got spices on the wall like yeah hanging off the, Beautiful. Off the thing but yeah. yeah they're not too heavy-handed they're not too in your face they're very much maintaining like an artistic distance mm. it's not like haha this is just like i've just taken something that i would have seen in my grandma's kitchen mm. and like fucking put it on the wall yeah like it's cool because you know whatever like it's cool because that food is cool mm. it's definitely making that like artistic transformation like there's like a delicacy there's mm-hmm. like a brittleness there's obviously it's like reminding you of cooking i just like happened to be cooking a bunch of like otolenghi shit and mm. like, grinding cinnamon and cardamom mm. and turmeric like on the weekend mm. and it just like i don't know it was just a nice kind of um moment and just looking at the image now like as we sit on your couch like the fucking tiles space that we spoke so much in the interview is like so loud here yeah like the fucking tiles on the floor and then these what are these like uh flowers like on the top on (laughs) painted on the tiles like and i noticed that like the plinth that the bigger of those two uh pots or urns is on it's like sort of placed carefully in this little square border of tiles yeah like a four by four like sort of square or rectangle Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like like, yeah, we were sort of talking about that, like how the space sort of imposes some of its own vibe on your show and mm-hmm. you have no choice but to kind of cater to that, which I think we were saying we all agreed is very much more like real life than... Well, that's what a home does, right? Yeah, like, that's, that's what, what we all does. have yeah. to do. We're like, oh, this is where the desk Fucking will have true. to go because yeah. this is where the fu- where it fits. And that's this is where point. my bed goes because this is where the PowerPoint is and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, but what do you think? I thought this too was cool. So there's like, there's just so many different... Um, tiled elements yeah. that uh, the artist is forced to play with. Yeah, right. So they've hung the the top of that hanging work is off of like what could be like the picture rail height of the tiles. It's got a decorative like octagon and line kind of repeating pattern. Very beautiful. I always love like black glazed ceramics, especially when they're next to white glazed ceramics. Very special. I love that crack too. There's like a big crack running oh, yeah. through like nine tiles vertically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder, it would be cool to see, to hear from the artist and, and get some of their take on, you know, is it is it fun to have to play with the room or mm. is it annoying? Like, mm. usually I always hear that people enjoy constraint. Yeah. They're like, oh, cool, I've got to fit my work in this tiny room. Like, I'll show this or I'll show that. Like, If it was me, I, I would too. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get a couple of takes. DM us if you would prefer to go White Cube or like a gallery with heaps of like constraints. <laughs> All right, fuck yeah. Thank you so much, Monica. That work was dope. Beautiful, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about the dog. Can we talk about the dog? Yeah, up, 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 up. Or maybe down, I don't know. <laughs> um, My brother. Okay, this is, uh, let me tee you up. Yeah. This was, yeah, another work that we really dug from this show, Owen Lewis, Dog Funeral, Mixed Materials, um, so we'll have to describe them to you, Dimensions Variable, and also Not For Sale. This one's like a, a dog, uh, a, well, not a dog. It's a um, a puppet, like a fabric puppet of a dog uh, resting on this kind of wreath of native um, flora. And it's kind of covered by this like blue, like classic Bunnings blue top with knotted ropes kind of keeping it tied on. Um, and the dog's head is kind of hanging over what would have been the edge of the, the, the butcher's side of like a display shelf, I guess, for all the, the meats. And yeah, we definitely, we definitely like got busted. Like we walked past it and we were like, uh, um, oh, that's just like some storage. And then we were like, oh no, no, that is a work in, in the room sheet. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because yeah. also the shelf it's on, was all like cracked and cooked. And I was trying to work out like, would people have been able to sit up, sit on that on like opening night true. or would it have like broken? Yeah, yeah, true. I reckon um, no one sat on that. Yeah. Um, oh, and then actually I just noticed one of the knots of the rope, it looks like a, a Banksia flower. See, <laughs> we didn't even notice that on the day. That's cool. Um, and yeah, the dog's head is kind of hanging like, yeah, dead or dejected at least like over the edge of the shelf. And like, yeah, I shared it to a group I chat to online and everyone was like, Oh, poor dog. I was like, yeah, it feel, yeah. you feel for the dog. You it's know? a sad work. And it's, it's, the, also, it's the shape of a greyhound, like yeah. the inner West's beloved dogs. Yeah. It's a sad, it's a sad work. And it's, yeah, the way it's like kind of, yeah, it's tied up in this bag. Like it's very much like it's going away. Yeah. It's going away for the, for, for good. Yeah. It's cool to see a work that is like 
sad and messy and often like, I don't know, like these works that feel a bit like sloppy or whatever, like sloppy in their presentation. They're not, I don't know if this is far-fetched or whatever, but I feel like they're not as often like dealing with like such a like real subject. Like, uh, one of my like family members passed away recently and they had like a beloved dog. Like this dog got treated better than anyone. (laughs) This dog got everything it ever dreamed. And it was a rescue dog and it was originally a really anxious dog. Yeah. His name is Tip and he's a very beautiful dog. And I was at like a family gathering on the weekend and he was there and he was like depressed. Mm, (laughs) He was depressed. Ouch. But he was like getting all the love and it was very sweet. Um, So yeah, I don't know. It was just, it's kind of like confronting, I suppose. I don't know how often I've seen this like um, depicted, but yeah, some really interesting material decisions as well, right? Like, yeah, this looks like a really like, coarse like the fabric that the dog is made out of like it's really thick chunky weaves mm. and they're and the the different colors it's kind of got these bands of black thin bands of thin bands of black um try and say that 10 times fast and fat bands of yellow both quite like natural looking and the, and the sort of ground itself like the background color is also like a kind of hessian or canvas yellow this show was fucking sick like this show was dope you could tell that there was like a, a lot of work that went into it and I was like giddy when I got home. Mm, this really cool. is like for me like as good as it gets. Yeah. In yeah. terms of like an art experience. We were really into it. And it, and it really did it really did this thing so beautifully of like you're in the gallery and now you're on the street like with no there was no membrane or threshold to cross. You know what I mean? Like it, it just something about the setup and the architecture and maybe the contents of the show but just the, the transition was so smooth from one to the other and I think we like didn't even notice walking in. You know what I mean? Yeah, in a way, we were like, walking down the street and we walked past like the old sign and, yeah. and then I saw this like a little two-sided board like with an A4 bit of paper that just was mm-hmm. like gallery open, gallery open, gallery <laughs> open. I was yeah. like, oh, that's so sweet. Mm. Um, so yeah, huge agree. Yeah, yeah. And there then, you go. I like so that was our like entrance in and our experience, and then we're like walking back to the car or whatever, and we walk past like the Lewisham Grocer on the other side of the street, and there's this kind of like rough the vape looking, shop. Yeah, it was like the vape shop, but like slightly nicer. Uh-huh. But yeah, it was also the vape shop, <laughs> and I noticed this like yeah, this tall like maybe really really young man like 21, like a yeah. little bit rough around the edges, sure. and you like stopped. And yeah. he like he was like, "Yo, what's up?" Yeah. And then I looked to my right, and the dude from the shop is fucking playing chess outside. <laughs> He's got like a nice board yeah. and like a nice little table and chairs. And there's maybe like what a fourteen year old like yeah. scared boy yeah. wearing like UGGs and sweatpants. Oh, I didn't see the UGGs. That's yeah, awesome. Bro. He was fucking rocking some UGGs. A pimply little like nervous boy yeah. playing chess with the owner. They had just finished a game and they were resetting to go right. one more time. They just finished the game, and this guy was fucking cool, man. He was wearing like red sweater, like big glasses, and he's like, "What's your name, dude?" Like. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, dude. And he tells us his name is Patrick. And um, he's like, yeah, I fucking play chess. He was like dying to have a game with us. Yeah. And, yeah, um, he was like, stop and play. But it was just beautiful. Like it was something out of like a sitcom. And I was like, I, I was imagining this guy, like you all know the vape shop guy that's like fucking having ziggies. And he's like mad at the world. He's checked out. And he just has to see, he's like decided that he has to like stand behind the thing yeah. forever or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like no hate. But like, it was such a like <laughs> elegant move for me. It was mm. like, oh bro, like this guy, ha- he owns this thing or whatever. Like he's going to be there for 20 more years. Yeah. And he's just like flipped it from potentially like a really boring, lonely time where you're like browsing the internet or watching Mm. fucking cricket to like the community and like chess. Yeah. What did he say? He's like, we're here every day. He's like, we're here every day. And he's like, boys, watch out. Like it's quiet now, but like, 5.30, yeah. this place fucking pops up. Yeah, yeah. And the like 21-year-old dude is like, yeah, it gets fucking busy. We got to go like, back. That's cool. It what was dope. Yeah. It was fucking dope. And it was Bit such a, a competition for the gallery down the road. True. I wanted to like ask him if he'd seen Queen's Gambit. What do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if he's seen Top Notch. So yeah, like we fucking heard in the intro, you took a trip to Kitchen. Where is that uh, place? It's near, um, it's near like the Marrickville Metro. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. And actually like neatly for our metaphor, you've got to go up a ramp to get there. So I was like, there's just a little bit of an incline away from the street, you know, rather than tiles is like borderless, like um, 
and tra- entrainment with the just experience of walking down that street. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, let me get away with that. <laughs> I, I'm not super happy about it. It's okay. getting late. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this just like for the audience's sake, you already, well, I don't know if they've heard the interview yet, but um, Kitchen is just a studio at the moment. So it's, it's kind of doing a different function to tiles, tiles with yep. studio and a gallery. Yep. But um, yeah, what did you talk about? Um, so, and then we, so we talked about like uh, the tiles show and we talked about how that membrane works, like how that threshold works. And then we also talked about, I, I was chatting to like, I was calling them the CEOs about how this place started, how to set it up. Um, troubles with the power um, and like what's next after because it's not going to be a permanent thing kitchen which they were all kind of feeling a bit sore about you're saying they had like a couple kilns there that's fucking sick yeah I was really impressed to see like two serious fucking kilns there like Casey was like carefully (laughs) placing things in gingerly you know you gotta like be really thoughtful he's like it's gonna take a whole day to cool down I was like fuck that's cool I love how patient you have to be with that stuff yeah, you were saying something cool to me in the car on the way, and I noticed this at Tiles too. Just the fucking diligence it takes, because this shit is not easy to open spaces, to open studios, to open galleries, you know, to put money on the line when you don't necessarily have much of it for a dedicated space. And you were kind of like, damn, like I was impressed with like everyone's work ethic, but mm. like it makes sense too, right? Like that the people that put this shit together, the people that are like, you know, these are the people that are like kind of grinding and, and really like going for it. Yeah. That are like, you know, in the art trenches. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's really exciting. And it's exciting for us too, I think to, yeah. to be able to get close to it and to like, you know, not always see things from like an end product perspective. Um, exactly. The reason I was kind of like, I was like joking before we started recording, I was like, fuck galleries or whatever. Like the gallery is one thing. And yes, in some ways it's like all we've got, you know, for the culture. Mm-hmm. We were talking about private last episode and they kind of were blowing up some of that. Mm. But I'm like, just cause like the gallery is the way the gallery is like, it might like, it makes sense that that format wouldn't capture everything you want to say about making art, like necessarily like that. It's, it's constrained and yeah. it's, it's performative yeah. and it's limiting and sometimes it fucking sucks. Yeah. Like absolutely. it's so limiting like, yeah. the, the staticness of the gallery. So yeah, unfortunately, galleries do like pretty much always have to have this like mean like um, commercial element. Even if you're like a sweet Ari, it's got to have a dollar sign in there. Like every now and then, you know. Yeah, and, and that's yeah, that's that one of the things that yeah. yeah, it just it's the way the world. And I'm works. I'm on that side too. Like I I ain't gonna be here. Like you fucking have to make it so mm-hmm. experimental that you can't like mm-hmm. pay your rent. Like that's fucked. I yeah. want you to be able to pay your rent. I mean, good good for you if you're doing that. But yeah, conceptually, it's just interesting to imagine you know, ways that this stuff can exist, mm. you know, without some of those like gallery limitations, but yeah, fuck it. Like open a gallery. Like, yeah. I want you it. to like, that was a, such a nice way to spend my Sunday afternoon. Like, yeah. You know absolutely. What I mean? Yeah. Um, well, so thanks to all the people at kitchen for having me today. I was, I was very well looked after. Um, I even got a little belated birthday present from Casey, which was really sweet. Yeah, it was cool. Um, and yeah, all right, run the tape. My name is Mackenzie. My Instagram handle is McKenny. And um, my practice is at the moment creating um, like ceramic self portraits. <laughs> They're kind of like little versions of me doing random things that I do in like a realistic setting and then also like dream state. Um, I don't know why I started doing that. It kind of just like came from my love of making like little girls out of ceramics. <laughs> and I also make like castles and stuff. So I guess my stuff's in a bit of a fantasy setting. My name's Mariana. My Instagram handle is MA underscore DR. My practice kind of revolves around a lot of the time um, like harvested clay from um, where my dad lives in the Blue Mountains. And I kind of use that as a catalyst for kind of going into more of the science kind of chemical composition of everything. And then also what that means in terms of just like the tactility of working with um, things that don't necessarily always work out. Mm. Um, and making a lot of also alongside that kind of um, very 
rough mud, um, making like little figures and little paintings, um, uh, just kind of revolving around memory and touch and that ceramic kind of beauty around, yeah, that it's been around forever and your touch is in it forever. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Beautiful. <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys. Hey, you're listening to Hung Up. I'm here at, how do you say it? Is it the kitchen or kitchen? Kind of both. Yeah. I'm here at the kitchen. Um, <laughs> so how long has this place been going for? Since December 2020. Cool. I feel like people would be interested in some like of the practical like parts of setting up mm. a studio. Can I get like an info dump from you guys? So like, um, can you talk me through the process of like finding a place and like sorting out the commercial lease and stuff like that? Absolutely. Um, well, we had a really great real estate agent for this place mm -hmm. who was really enthusiastic and helped us a lot because, of course, we didn't know anything about commercial leases whatsoever. Um, but we spent about, like, two months looking for a space, going to different inspections around two months. It felt like longer. It felt <laughs> so long. Um, and then we... There was a lot of cluing out... Um, electricity because we need three-phase power to run our kilns because we obviously have four ceramicists with us mm -hmm. and so that was confusing because yep. we didn't understand so much of like what it took to have a functioning like warehouse space and to make it nice mm -hmm. a couple of the places that we were interested in were um definitely not up to scratch but we didn't know that for ages and so Figuring out what we needed took probably the longest part. Uh-huh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have thought. But yeah, of course, I need heaps of power. It gets mm. fucking hot. Yeah. And you're, you're both ceramicists, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I was looking at your works downstairs. And I was sorry to have missed that homies show. It looked excellent. Oh, it's really cool. You. Yeah. Um, so can I, like, you're, it's okay if you don't say, but can I ask, like, how you guys all pay for this and, like, what the rents are and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. People would want to know, I feel. Mm, mm. Well, we all have jobs that paid for... I mean, a lot of the huge like deposits that we had to put down in terms of getting the place, securing it, was all from, thanks to lovely um, JobKeeper, mm. lovely <laughs> yeah. COVID-19 yeah. government yeah. subsidy. Yeah. So we're actually thanks. sponsored by... The federal the, government. The liberals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Scott Morrison. Thanks, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. We have um we have like six k in bond. Me and Mary wow. split yeah. that. Um, just from saving up. Hectic. That's to, a serious commitment. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was our intention. Like when we finished NAS, our main concern was like kind of um just sticking together. Like me and Mariana shared our studio in third and second year. And we just wanted that. Again, that was really important to us because hmm. it was how we got used to making. And we were like, we're going to do that. We're going to make a studio that's what we want for creating. Um, and then it was our goal. So we kind of put money aside and like went out of our way to like make it happen. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that first year out of NAS, we both had studios that didn't really have that community. And we felt that that was lacking so we tried to make a space that did have that community mm -hmm. aspect and interesting yeah yeah we were we were just at um tiles in oh, yeah. lewisham cool. um yesterday and uh, we were talking to them about like yeah that word i guess and like they were saying that before it was the gallery it was like a bit of a bikey hangout and like yeah. kind of like a bit of a minus on the suburb people yeah. all the neighbors were really not into it and then um like that kind of set up for the community to be kind of a part of the space mm. when when like a nice lovely looking gallery moves in yeah. it kind of feels like so much more like there's a sort of ramp between everyday life and then now you're in an art exhibition yeah. rather than if like it's a brand new building say or it's a perfectly white cube yeah. so i guess what i'm i'm getting at is like do you like can you describe your ramp like is it does it feel like kind of enclosed or like Casey was talking about like you know the tradies next door and like all the people <laughs> like what what does that look like for this place it was pretty strange moving into obviously a warehouse complex where there are completely different businesses running out of it and that was actually pretty exciting I mean everyone here has been super lovely mm. um so it's very strange as well for people to come into like a studio space where 
they're like, oh, you're artist studios and kind of expecting, oh, in Marrickville, a rundown warehouse where it's just you, there's no other kind of community around it. But they like people having to walk up the ramp and go into mm. this like very kind of new commercial strata managed mm. warehouse complex mm. um, and have like, yeah, tradies driving their trucks everywhere <laughs> and like playing what Triple M outside. Yeah, we had to come up into this <laughs> studio just to get away from the massive like radio set. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's been pretty funny and especially at the start when we first moved in, obviously, I don't think this has ever happened in this warehouse and mm. everyone was very curious as to what we were doing because hmm. a, a lot of the time it is just us looking like weird people chilling out. <laughs> yeah. yeah sitting yeah. and talking and huh. yeah we're occasionally setting off like handball outside yeah. as well, like, getting the ping pong table out looks like we're just like hanging out <laughs> yeah, people have like walked up like some of the other neighbors have walked up and been like what are you guys doing <laughs> like we just really had to come and ask because it just looks so fun uh, <laughs> well it is fun <laughs> yeah. yeah interesting did it's anyone ever like join in for some handball <laughs> we had one yeah. person yeah, there you go. <laughs> we did for a brief moment and then she said no I'm not good at this I have to run <laughs> had her airpods in was talking to clients like straight afterwards <laughs> beautiful wow oh that answers my question like exactly <laughs> I think yeah do, do you have a show like have shows here we never have we have it's a bit no. like it's kind of hard to do both right yeah mm. have it as a studio and a show space is like a little bit limited yeah Mariana sure. and I are going to open a gallery yeah and cool. we are in the process of um figuring it out oh wow is this yeah. like an exclusive scoop I just got <laughs> is this a secret no, it's we not talk exactly about it a secret <laughs> we talk about it all the time but it's it's like that same process as when we were doing this mm. it's like we're figuring out a whole new thing that we're trying to do because obviously like galleries don't really make a lot of money and so it's again a matter of us making some more savings to put some more money aside so that we can get something like that off the ground mm. Um, like this place pays for itself we split all of the rent completely equally between all of our tenants mm -hmm. there's like eight of us cool but a gallery would be like a completely different jump so we're just figuring that out mm -hmm. but that's the next step yeah yeah um, yeah, it was lucky architecture at Tiles. They kind of have mm. studios there that I guess they're renting yeah. plus the space itself. Which, yeah, it would be fantastic because then it kind of self-funds itself. Sure, mm. yeah. Yeah, which mm. would be fantastic. I mean, yeah. we're in the process of looking for another space, so... Yeah, we're going to expand on this spot. We, have, we unfortunately have to leave this warehouse. Oh, no. Yeah. When? In December, or in by December. December. Uh, they've said no more handball. <laughs> no, no more handball. We are done with the handball. <laughs> no more fucking cute ceramics. Yeah. Like, you guys look like you're having fun. We need some serious tradies in yeah. here. It, well, that's exactly the, right. Yeah. Uh, the building actually sold to a construction company. <laughs> of and course. And they want to move in. Yeah, literally, yeah. that's the yeah. response we get from everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very Sydney. Very Sydney. Yeah, yeah. especially very Marrickville. Yeah, um, yeah Marrickville's going about. that way. Yeah. yeah. I got the bus down to. I was going to. Oh, I was going to the Bolo on Friday night. I think mm -hmm. we were all there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I just. I'd never gotten the. I hadn't gotten the bus in so long. I've caught the train mm. and walked. Um, and it was like such a different suburb. All of a sudden, there's like yeah. all these new things popping up. Yeah, mm -hmm. huge. And it's funny because yeah, like young like artists like us, we kind of, we can kind of like, it, we're on a knife's edge. You know, we can either get like trampled over mm. by yeah big. Constructions, or if we're lucky, like me, I'm involved with one of the venues that, mm. like, maybe if we're lucky, will become a part of the district. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's strange times for the inner west. It is very strange. Mm. Times. We were actually just at a couple of inspections today, just before I've got my LJ. Uh -huh. <laughs> there you go. So um, you're looking, you're serious, and you're looking at places. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, around Marrickville, we want to stay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we really love it here. It's been a good, a good year and a half so far um ideally we were going to stay here for a lot longer um yeah. but our landlord obviously wanted to sell 
Fair enough. And yeah. we couldn't buy it. <laughs> yeah. We thought about it for a hot cool. second. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think Look at banks the loans. Give us a loan. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us, <laughs> gardener yeah. and pottery teacher. Probably yeah. not. Maybe, maybe. Hmm, maybe. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, what was the other question I wanted to say? Oh, so what are the what are the criteria for looking for a gallery space? Like, what have you guys got in mind? Well, we'd want it to be ground floor and very easily accessible um not have to walk upstairs or do any kind of like trying mm. to get there so therefore people just walking past could very easily kind of walk in it mm-hmm. wouldn't have any kind of barrier um like physically and also just that emotional kind of barrier where you have to try and go it mm-hmm. feels kind of exclusive if mm-hmm. you have to find the place um obviously we'd want it to be really light filled and Preferably not moldy and flood damage like many places. We have a big ask around here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's possible. The place we just went and saw had oh the craziest God. mold and the ceiling was collapsing. <laughs> it was like. And they were like wheel charge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, it's 60,000 per annum and you're like, oh my God, what no, are you no, talking no, no, about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, which feels like a big ask at the moment. But mm. yeah, preferably just an easy, accessible. Hmm. Um, space preferably around here or towards the city even Mm -hmm. um, anywhere in this kind of strip yeah Um, yeah but but um, there's like heaps of really exciting galleries opening in Sydney at the moment it's kind of like filled up Mm. Yeah, and yeah, it does feel like it's popping off. Yeah, yeah. especially like Tiles and Sydney mm. International down the road as well. Mm. Yeah, like it's really exciting mm. and um, we just have like a like a an idea that we want to see through be very temporary in the nature of us um kind of committing to it only probably for like a few months because we would rather like the quality of show over the quantity Hmm. and then figuring like doing that first step figuring out how galleries work and then um kind of like what we're doing with the studio space and doing it again next year hmm. trying to make it better yeah kind of holding shows then disappearing then maybe holding another space holding more shows and kind of in that time in between kind of refiguring what worked what didn't work how can we make this better mm. and so it didn't it wouldn't have that kind of permanent so that we would have to have shows all the mm. time to make it worth the money because mm. um, obviously we're not flowing with I think money permanence <laughs> has been the hardest thing about doing what we're trying to do um, because everything's changing every single second and when we were looking at leases for galleries last year the second lockdown happened so we're like oh lucky we didn't sign any leases (laughs) then (laughs) so it's kind of like we're with this this studio space and everything like we're kind of just adapting as things move and become harder and easier Mm. we just like want to um you know be involved and participating i guess Hmm. with our little show ideas that we have cool so you've got some ideas for shows already or like the type of show you want to put on yeah we have four shows lined up cool with the artists all involved and like making the work currently and then um it's kind of going to be like okay we're ready we'll get the space (laughs) we'll go in we'll hold them and then we'll go out wow yeah. Cool. I've got this note that's like, yeah, non-white cube slash community. We kind of talked about the like, that sort of, that sort of motion from like, you're in Lewisham to like now you're in an art mm. gallery, like versus like you've kind of crossed some sort of membrane or threshold and you're in like, um, I don't know, White Rabbit or something, which is yeah. like a serious gallery. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I just wonder if you guys have any thoughts about like, what will your gallery look like? Would it look more like tiles or yeah? you know, um, Art Gallery of New South Wales, like white QB, like what what, what attracts you to, to galleries, I guess is what I'm asking. And like, how do you want yours to look? I mean, I guess a lot of the time it would very much depend on the space. Like for example, a gallery that I really love in Marrickville, um, the commercial gallery, is just literally a warehouse, looks exactly like our studio. They have 
their stockroom, basically all of their wrap paintings and huge scaffolding on one side. And then they have the show in that space. And so it very much feels like, and you're also welcome to walk through the office where they have artworks and um, a little library where you're also welcome to just sit. So it feels very much like a working hub. And I guess that's really specific to its space. And so I guess that kind of melding of what already is physically there and then holding art. I mean, I guess that's kind of what Tiles does there. Like space is um, very much visible when you're looking at the artwork as well. Mm, mm. Um, and I guess that kind of draws me into it, that kind of gallery. Yeah. Type. So you wouldn't be like rendering the walls and making it all square and white, I guess. You're no, saying. not necessarily. Not necessarily. So. Unless it, maybe unless it came like that. But yeah. 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 Yeah, interesting. It does feel like the way that things are going and it feels more like um, like ergonomic and humane and like a bit more sort of gentle like mm. of a way to, to do it like we were talking to Olga and Chris who I think are I don't know if there's more people but they seem to be running the show there at Tiles and they were kind of saying like um, you know the, the space kind of impresses some vibe on whatever show you put mm. in there and it kind of I think it seems a lot more natural and like easy mm. you know rather than like this perfect like vacuum yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the main thing for me is that a, a space, um, like, sits nicely with the install that you're, mm. like, trying to put put on for your show and that they actually speak to each other. Um, sometimes, like, when the space is, like, too in your face and you can't pay attention to the work, um, it's a little bit like, huh. But then again, like... I love, like, Pariari mm. and the fact that that has, like, the menu from when it was, like, a takeaway <laughs> yeah. food yeah, shop or something yeah. still up on the wall. I'm, like, I think that that works so well with the works that are being exhibited there and the shows that they're putting on. So I feel like it just makes sense for each person's vision. You know, finding the right space is really important. Hmm. Sometimes that clean cube is, like, so necessary, I mm. guess, mm. for some people and what they want to put forth um okay great well thanks for listening where there might be a couple more interviews while we're here but um yeah that's the head honchos i think <laughs> we covered them ceos, CEOs. <laughs> right you guys can back to get back to your cigars and yeah. cocaine up here <laughs> that's what we do <laughs> <laughs> it's just adam sandler movie <laughs> <laughs> big daddy <laughs> i actually really loved that movie when i, I was a kid it's know. really sweet yeah it made me feel really like sad for some reason yeah Fuck, I haven't seen this in a while. Well, you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick around. That's what we're doing today. Yeah. Do you get, do any work here or is it just <laughs> Not VHS? Not at all. No, never. What, this is a studio space? No, it's just a cinema. All right, so I'm here. We've got all our lawyers present. Mm. It's uh, 15.35 on the 22nd of May. Is that it? 23rd. Um... All right, let's just let's just start, and people can come and go yeah, as they yeah. please. So, can you guys just real quick like introduce yourselves and say um, who you are online, and then what like a, like a sort of minute or so on your practice, like if that's cool. Okay, Casey, we'll just go left. Uh, all right. Um, hi, my name's Casey. Um, my Instagram handle is. Yusak Neck on Instagram and my artist just involves me um, painting robots and George Harrison's on plates and pots and stuff uh, I'm Ben my Instagram is Geordi. I make plates and uh, ceramic figures um, my name's Sam Frank and I, I make paintings and sculptures out of paper mache and ceramics about crazy things. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Mac Mansfield, and I make paintings about um, about paintings about making paintings. Hmm. Cool. Well, really good answers, everyone. <laughs> um, how long is everyone? Is everyone like? Did you guys all join this space at the same time, or did like? Yeah, we all did apart from Sam. Sam came about two months ago, but we've been here for... Uh, that's why he's on probation, you were saying. Yeah, he's on probation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I've, I've 
Oh, I'm off probation now, <laughs> yeah. and I'm a fully fledged member. <laughs> Man, oh, congratulations! Sam, thank you. <laughs> Me and Sam used to share a studio space, and it was really unhinged. Yeah, so <laughs> I think people were scared that we were. <laughs> They, oh, yeah. they weren't allowed to join together because they <laughs> notoriously caused issues for a a, a a really humble RE runner called Alex Latham who was running a, ca- a gallery at the time called Canteen and um, you know running an R, R, running an RE is not easy at the best of times let alone when you've got two cretins in your studio <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> I feel like this place has got a bit more of a respectful vibe. Like we just spoke to the the CEOs before, and they seem like they got everything under control. Yeah, me and Sam have grown a lot since yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, it was also COVID, and we we just locked in there for about a year. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's enough to drive anyone insane, yeah. let alone a crazy artist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the plan is to move to move to another place. I think. Um, they were saying that like yeah the lease is in oh no they were going to sell the building right yeah well they've sold it yeah oh they already sold it fuck so yeah. you so you're looking at new places and stuff and like you all want to like stay together yeah it feels a bit together. like a share house vibe like we're all like fucking joking around and like chilling yeah, and stuff like, watch that I'm like sitting behind like a big TV with yeah. like heaps of like VHS's um, and like DVDs laying around yeah. <laughs> during our lockdown we were just playing PlayStation 2 and Switch like the whole time <laughs> insane and most of us spend more time here than at home like I'd say a, a large portion of us do probably spend a yeah. significant uh, not counting when you're asleep I guess but <laughs> most of us do well, spend a lot of, a lot of our waking <laughs> time at the studio so you, well. yeah it's you do spend a lot of time there in the end. Wow, that's kind of not how I'd imagine it, TBH, like, no shade or anything, but if it was me, I'd probably spend, like, a couple hours a day there or something, you know, and, like, go do other shit. That's cool. It's fucking sick. Yeah, it's cool. Um, Casey, you've had, like, some, like, representation, right? Like, and, and like, people kind of, like, just being your gallerist. Um, can you, like, can you just talk me through, like, this, like, the setup, like, the structure of that? Oh, it's pretty, I feel like I have a pretty, um, casual relationship with the gallerists as in like I don't have to worry too much um you know I I with my gallery I pay about 50% for um that's the commission he takes which is like steep but is um, that yeah is that a lot like it sounds like heaps for me um well generally normally the case is most commercial galleries will do 40% but then you've got to pay 40 to 50 but then you generally also have to account for tax which right is yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but fifty percent is just, for me is just no, no matter what I'll be getting half oh, and half. Okay. Right. Yeah, and it feels like worth it for you, right? Like, is um, is that what you're saying? Like, it feels like a good deal. Yeah, I think like uh, at least in my case, the gallerist uh, really does seem to care about the artist and the welfare, and I've got a lot of autonomy. Like, you know, I normally can do shows with my friends or like at other exhibition, like other galleries. Um, and like you know um, yeah just I think all I have to do is just make the art and mm. then the rest you know is that like an exclusive deal like are you allowed to show something at like you know my gallery or something um, some galleries won't let you yeah yeah okay or they'll they'll ask for a percentage of so yeah. I think like maybe the galleries will split 25 25% yeah, yeah. Wow. which is weird which which disinc- it, yeah it like encourages people to not show get artists that are represented because the the effort is to sh- put on the show with that artist in it is the same no matter what but they're only getting a smaller portion of the commission because they're splitting it between the things so they kind of do that as a disincentive for you to be treasonous yeah yeah uh, that's interesting I hadn't thought of that one it's, they do that with musicians like if if you're going to come and play like one of the big Aussie festivals, they're like, you're not allowed to do, or like it's tightly controlled sideshows. Side yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. It, it, people, yeah. you hear about it a lot, but also when you win prizes, I think there's definitely a lot of gal- commercial galleries take a commission of your prize winning when you win a prize. Oh, really? really? Prize. I've never heard of that. Fuck. So, Maybe like, that's and, and, it can be, and it can be like the 40 to 50%. They'll take of a of a prize, which is pretty huge thing that people don't really realise. Yeah, I think the thing with commissions and showing with a gallery, I think this is would be the most goss that you could really say about it is that when you're looking at showing at galleries, you really need to be conscious of 
what they're doing for you because the idea of the commission is that there is actually a large outgoing for the gallery to put on the show. There's photos, there's prepping the space, paying someone to install and deinstall it. It just depends how much work they're doing, how worth the commission they're taking is. And you'll find a lot of commercial galleries that do put in a lot of money into like images and <coughs> PR and like having someone write about your work or arranging someone to write about your work, making sure the space looks really nice when you show the work, organizing who is buying the work to pick it up and it's like there there is a there is a lot that a gallery can do to make it worth the commission that you give them and then you'll also find that there's a lot of galleries that don't really do they try and do the bare minimum amount mm-hmm. of work so that they're like it's 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 not more profitable for them but like they can put in a lot less time and get the exact same amount of money and i think like a few of us have all had that experience yeah. like showing in different spaces yeah. Yeah, like a lot of galleries will show your work at art fairs and, um, you know, yeah, I guess some galleries will do a lot for you and others will do, yeah, the bare minimum Mm -hmm. in some Mm -hmm. way, yeah. Are there any, like, red flags to look out for if someone's, like, sending you a DM, like, Uh, or something? Yeah, I guess DMs are pretty unprofessional, yeah. Yeah, and and just ask them them what they do, if you do a show with them, what role they're going to take on doing the show. Yeah, showing your work at art fairs and stuff like that. That'll be the bigger commercial galleries that'll be doing that. But they'll they'll generally be putting in a lot because showing at those things is really expensive for those galleries. Yeah, right. There's definitely galleries that are out there that have got a really good reputation and a list of buyers from older periods of time that are still <laughs> just like resting on their laurels and doing it you get it you get specific dealers around sydney and specific galleries that are both now conceded to do the absolute bare minimum but still making an income off art but and then there's the really like driven i don't know what i'm saying it's it's hard though about the red flags thing though because there's way more artists than there are art galleries and even with the red flags, you're like, oh, I'm still, I still kind of got to do this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, as a musician, I've definitely like willingly gone in like head first into a bunch of things that I just know weren't going to pay me well. Or, yeah. Like, we're going to fuck me around in some way. Like, yeah, yeah. you kind of, there's yeah, always going to be more. What else am I going to do? Like sit, sit at home and yeah. like, eat spaghetti or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, pretty much. I'll do the shitty gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of got to do it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like it's almost like earning your stripes. Yeah, you got to pay your dues. Yeah. Fair enough. There is always going to be a bit of that in like the arts world, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. And um, does anyone have any shows coming up that they want to plug before we say goodbye? Uh, I've got a show on the 9th of July that uh, it opens on the 9th of July at Grafton Regional Art Gallery. Um, and it will be me with 27 other artists from New South Wales. It's it's almost like a mini art fair. Cool. And I'll have a stall there. Sick. Yeah. Actually, uh, yeah, Tiles Lewisham's got a group show oh, yeah. soon, in June the 30th. Cool, that's the next one after this. One Are you in it? I'm in it. Whoa. <laughs> um, and then first, there's one at First Draft. It's okay, organised by my draft. friend Chris Chu. And that's like a group show, and that'll be 6th of July on Wednesday if anyone wants to come. Sick. Mm. Maybe I'll get this information up, I should plug it. I have a gig on the 17th of June with Eternal Dust and Wonderlust. Wonderlust is like a very exciting new band that only played a handful of shows, so that'll be a great 17th of June at Oxford Art Factory. Oh, cool. I've got a gig coming up on the 9th of July at Pado RSL. Uh, what band? Battlesnake. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Okay, cool. What do uh, Battlesnake sound like? Um, it's like metal. Sounds like it, Judas Priest. Yeah, it sounds like Judas Priest. Judas Priest. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Guitar Hero 3 fave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm in a group show at... Um, uh, it's a group show by um, Lily Go Slowly, um, Apple Pear on Instagram. Mackenzie is also in it. Um, it's a prop gallery in Ashfield on the 20th of July beautiful yeah, yeah. sick that's it I think um, I think we're done here yeah, you guys nice. are free to go oh, nice. cleared of all charges the-
So that's it for us today. You've just heard, um, well, we'll put all the ads in the thing. You heard their names. Um, my name is Matt. I'm Aiden. Thank you for listening. This is Hung Up. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at hungup.au. And please give us a fucking sick rating on iTunes and Spotify. No iTunes. Do we have iTunes? Uh, I mean, Apple Podcasts. It'd be cool if we were on iTunes. We should, well, I'll start uploading them to iTunes too. Uh, a dollar our, a track. Read our feature in Hot New Vape Pods Weekly. Yeah, totally. I forgot about that. I'm pretty proud of that, not going to lie. Mm. But yeah, please, um, like, actually tell your friends about it and fucking, while you're listening to this, give us a quick five star review. We got like featured on Apple Pods a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we got like, some big bump, which was really sick cool. Sick fast, and I yep. think that was from people leaving reviews. So, mm. yeah, if you're if you're still listening before we fucking before this episode finishes, go over, give us the review, That's do it right it. now. Yeah, do it now. Go, go, go. Five, go. four, three, two, one, go. All right, see ya. Bye.